I've got cancer, but I'm part of a clinical trial that could lead to new breakthroughs. I've got cancer, but I've also got researchers working together to find a cure. If you or a loved one has cancer, you need New Jersey's only comprehensive cancer center designated by the National Cancer Institute. I've got cancer, but I've also got hope. Learn more at rwjbh.org slash beatcancer. RWJ Barnabas Health and Rutgers Cancer Institute of New Jersey. Let's beat cancer together. RWJ Barnabas Health, New Jersey's largest academic health care system and official health care provider of the New Jersey Devils. Let's be healthy together. Learn more at rwjbh.org. Speak of the Devils is supported by Riverside Oral Surgery, official partner of the New Jersey Devils. Hi again, everyone. I'm Matt Lachlan along with my colleague Sam Kassan. Welcome to Speak of the Devils, our weekly podcast presented by our good friends at RWJ Barnabas Health. Today, we're pleased to be joined by the Devils defenseman, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie, welcome to the Legacy Lounge, where we are recording things, and thank you for giving us some of your time. Oh, it's a cool spot you guys got here. It, it is. You, you look around, and you see Stanley Cup championship pictures, a very young Marty Brodeur, as he won the Rookie of the Year in 1994, and uh, sprinkled around a bunch of uh, Devils memories, which are, are good to share. Uh, let's talk a little bit in general. Your thoughts on the first year that you spent with the New Jersey Devils, uh, both personally and from a team standpoint. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's always disappointing not making the playoffs and being part of the, the race, the chance to win the Stanley Cup, all that stuff, right? But um, I think I said earlier, like, for me, it's... Um, Looking at like the organization, the people in the organization, all that stuff, being around the, the team and the t- my teammates, staff, all that stuff is uh, it's been really enjoyable for me and um, coming to a new place and um, just the way we get treated and how everyone is, it's, uh, it's been really, really good so far. So um, I really enjoyed that and the city and, and all that stuff. And um, obviously hockey is, um, some ups and downs and um, some tough times this year and um, I think for me just try to learn from everything and um, get hungry for um, for next year and um, I'm ready to, to work hard this summer to, to get better. What was the toughest part about this year for you? Um, I think breaking my jaw. I think that was, I mean, I had a tough week. I broke my toe and... Um, the game before breaking my jaw, so it was uh, kind of one hit after another, and um, and just tough from there. I think uh, never really felt the same um, coming back from from that, and um, I don't really know why exactly. If a lot of different things, and then. Um, just wasn't the same player I, I think I can be. So um, for me, I'm trying to, to work hard this summer to get back to how I was playing at the start of the season, and, um, and hopefully I can do that. Which has to be incredibly disappointing for any athlete, uh, never mind a high-profile athlete who comes to a team in a new circumstance. So how did you deal with it knowing that you weren't the player you wanted to be? What, what was it like? Yeah, I mean... Just trying my best. It's uh, we we don't really have much time to. There was no breaks in the end of the season, and 
Um, for me, it was just working through, I mean, some injury stuff like that, but um, just trying my best to to improve and get back to how I was and um, working on different things. And um, that's pretty much it, just trying my best. And um, obviously, it's it's disappointing, though. What was it like when, when the job broke? Obviously, I'm sure it was painful. Did you know right away it was going to be really bad? Obviously, a scary moment, too, for everybody. Yeah, I think uh, I, mean, I knew right away it was broken. Um, like, my whole jaw was shifted. Uh, so when I, I bit down, I could kind of, well, I didn't go all the way down, but I knew my jaw was completely off. So um, just... I think in those moments, injuries and stuff, it's just a lot of disappointment. You know what's uh, what you're missing out coming up. Uh, you're missing out being with the team coming up. Hockey, that's pretty much our life is playing hockey and, and being there and being with your teammates and um, going through everything. So um, having to miss out on that and not really sure what was going to happen, What, how I'm going to feel. I never had that before with my jaw. So um, just went home and grinded through it and got surgery and um, just tried to get better and better and had some people around me to help me with eating, and which I was pretty lucky they were there or else I would have got a lot skinnier than I got. Um, but yeah, definitely it was it was tough uh, tough times for sure. Um, not a lot of fun to to go through that and um, and then just tried to get get back on the ice and get better and um, get back with the the team as as soon as I could. Was a lot of smoothies. Like what, what was the yeah nutrition? a lot of uh, a lot of smoothies. Um, pretty much I couldn't chew, so uh, anything soft and. Uh, a lot of like macaroni and cheese, that kind of like small noodle and soup and, and stuff like that and um, stuff that I probably won't be eating much of in the next <laughs> little while. Had enough enough of it for a long time, so I'm not sure how much soup and mashed potatoes and stuff like that I'll be eating this summer. That's fair. And, and what's the rehab process like for that? Because obviously you break an arm, you work the arm back to strength, but the jaw, you just kind of have to let it heal but at the same time you don't want to be moving too much like running skating like so what was had to be a very unique rehab process yeah um it was yeah trying not to chew and stuff like that I keep my mouth um from any movement in there I, I got surgery like uh there's a couple plates in there and um but I think there's some stuff with my my, my neck and jaw face and different um, different pains that came from it and uh, like you said couldn't really like do anything a too active with moving my head a lot uh, at the start and then um, got better and better until I felt comfortable. All good now and I should, we should actually check on the toe. How's the toe doing as well? It's, <laughs> it's okay. I think uh, I mean there's nothing is what Nothing it is. now, so uh, I'm sure everything will be good for September. It's really the first time you've experienced an injury that kept you out of the lineup for a long time. And going back, I mean, COVID interrupted the previous two seasons, but 
in Calgary, I think you only missed one game. I, I think Carolina, your first year, maybe you played in every game, something like that, right? Yeah, I think, and then uh, obviously I broke my my leg uh, a couple of years ago, but um, COVID happened. So uh, when I returned, it was a little while later and came back for the, the bubble playoffs. So, um, yeah, it's been... I think maybe my second year or something where I missed a couple of weeks. So this was the longest I've missed during a, in the middle of a season and then trying to come back and all that stuff. So um, definitely learned a lot and um, hopefully don't have to do that again. Yeah, well, we, we hope for you as well that you don't have to do that again. When you sat down before we, we began recording, we said, oh, we're going to talk about a lot of things. So we'll move off that issue and talk a little bit about what lies ahead. But I want to just ask one other thing. You come to a new team. It's not that you've not moved to a new team previously. So it was similar but different. Big free agent signing and, and you're coming here. And then the season doesn't go for the team the way anyone wanted. And for you personally, as you just detailed, the way you wanted. What, what pressure was it for you coming to a situation, signing that big deal, and then not being able to live up what I'm sure you wanted to be able to do? Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> for me, I think it's more of a pressure I put on myself to um, be the best that I can be. And... Um, I think when uh, that's the biggest thing is is yourself and um, I want to be the best I can be, like I said, um, and do everything I can to 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 be able to do that. And um, I mean, if you're if you're going to do that, you can't look back on it and wish I did something else. I think I try to. put my myself in a position where I, I did everything I could and um, so I think for me it's just uh, I wanted to have a good start when I got here and um, and, and you did not only scoring the goal on opening night yeah. which was one of the highlights but you know you were at like two-thirds of a point maybe a little bit more through before you got hurt yeah yeah and I mean it's not necessarily everything but obviously um, the way I play and stuff it's um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but um, trying to get into the positions to to succeed is the biggest thing for me, and uh, I'll have to take a, a good look at everything this summer and, and try to improve on, on things and personally, and then obviously our team is the same way. Two-thirds of a point per game, I should have said. That's what you were at in the first. I think I said two-thirds of a point, which you can't get in hockey. <laughs> People probably figured that out. Um, you, you play a game. Someone described you to me recently as more like the old-time rover. Is that a fair description of your game? Because you're not going to just hang out at the point and occasionally pinch down. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think so. I think when I'm at my best, that's, that's how I'm playing and um, supporting kind of the forwards and, and playing defense and, and stuff like that. So um, when I'm when I'm at my best, I would I would say for sure. I remember when you signed, you were talking about the excitement of coming to a team that was so young and energetic and stuff like that. And so what was it like? What was it like playing with all these guys that are in kind of their early twenties and still at the beginnings of their NHL careers? And did you kind of take a little bit more of a mentor role with some of these guys? Yeah, it is. Uh, sometimes it's a little hard to believe how young they are and um, 
looking back at when you're that age and who you looked up to and teammates I had on, on Boston and stuff and how I'm kind of on the other side of it now. But um, yeah, we got a lot of good people, I think. Um, a lot of good guys on the team and um, obviously great players who are only going to get better. So um, it was enjoyable to be with them all year and uh, looking forward to the future. What's it like being on the other side now? You said you were on that side in Boston. What's it like being over here now? Uh, I'm looking for gray hairs. I don't see any yet. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, just different. I think it's just how life is. So um, just how it works out. And um, I'm going to have to keep learning about everything and uh, try to do my best uh, as a leader and hockey player and, and all that stuff and um, help the guys as they continue to grow. Did you find guys coming up and asking? Because I remember when we did like training camp in the first couple of games, a lot of guys, whether it was Dawson or even Alexander Holtz, like a lot of the younger guys would say, oh, who's been helping you out? And a lot of them pointed to you specifically, named you. So did you notice a lot of those guys coming to you? Yeah, not really asking or coming to me, just trying to make them feel comfortable at the start especially. And then obviously uh, those guys did great and had great years and um, – I mean, you don't really have to help them when they're doing so well and stuff. So uh, there's different things throughout the season that you're going to go through and continue to go through, the same as me. And um, that's when you just need guys to you can talk to and and then try to help each other. What's the difference between the 28-year-old Dougie Hamilton and the 19-year-old Dougie Hamilton besides games under the belt? I don't know. It's <laughs> uh, a deep question there, Matty. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I think just it's crazy how fast time goes. It's uh, I mean I get like the memories on my phone and stuff where it's like three years ago, five years ago, and it's it's crazy. Isn't how, that unbelievable uh, when that happens? Like a picture, and you go, hey "God, that was six years ago, yeah. or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's such a blur and. Um, I think for me, like the older guys used to always talk about that, how fast everything goes. And I mean, I played 10 seasons in the NHL and it's kind of crazy to think about. So um, you really have to cherish moments and the time and um, you don't know how much longer you have playing. So um, I'm, the older guys, like I said, always told, told me that as a young guy, I told the young guys that and you're like, ah. I'm <laughs> It won't be like that, but it, it, it really does go fast. And um, I mean, I guess that's good when it means you're having fun, but um, it's crazy to think. It really is. Uh, and as I said, when that photo from six years ago or whatever pops up on your phone, it brings back nice memories, but you're like, who is that guy? He's a little skinnier and he had uh, darker hair. At least I do. So uh, uh, it, it is a little bit of a wake-up call as to how quickly time flies. What, what's the summer hold for Dougie Hamilton? Um, not sure, really. Yet. Um, for me, I, I like working out and um, trying to improve and stuff like that. So I know it's probably boring for you guys. You want to hear about you know, it's some, not, yeah, it's, some fun <laughs> stuff that I'm going to do. But uh, I think for me, it's... I've always really enjoyed working out, I, um, getting better, seeing improvements in your body and improvements in what you're doing. I think that's uh, enjoyable to see one week versus the next or whatever. So um, I enjoy that, and then I'm sure I'll find some other stuff to do away from 
and, and it's, it's, not, it's not boring. But I think what is boring from a media standpoint or a fan standpoint is everyone says, I want to get better. Well, of course, everybody wants to get better. So where are the areas? Is it just a matter you keep doing the same thing that you've done to date, but you just do it more and more and therefore you improve? Or are there specific areas that you're looking at? Yeah, I think you learn over the years, um, see what works, what doesn't kind of thing, what maybe this year will be a little different than the past for me or whatever. But um, I think right now it's one thing at a time, just getting healthy right now. And um, and then obviously the working out strength and, and all that stuff um, helps with your speed and endurance and, and all that stuff. Um, and then on the ice as well, you look at what you feel you can get better at and um, and just try to work on that stuff. So when does that process begin? Like when will you look at this season and say, Is you, what can I do better on the ice? Yeah, I think you kind of have a good feeling a little bit. Um, there's stuff that I work on that is kind of standard for me that has helped me and and then you add to it and... Um, there will be things that I say I wish I could do this a little better and then I'll try to work on that or whatever. So um, for me too, I compare myself to all different guys and um, try to skate the same way as a guy that's 5'9 or a forward or some, something like that. I, I want to be as quick as him or something like that, right? But... Um, might not necessarily be possible or um, different things. It's not, some things aren't possible, but um, I, I always want to try to get better. And um, I think that's what has made me successful too. Is there a, a team Hamilton, if you will? I mean, we're conducting this interview on, on the exit day. So you've had your conversations uh, with Lindy Ruff. Uh, you take that information, you take your own feeling about what you want to do and what you need to do. And then is there like a, a specific group that you train with, work with, depend on to help get you to those goals? Uh, yeah, like um, for me, my family, my brother helps me a lot. And um, the, the people that watch all the games and um, see it. So, um but yeah, I've done most of the stuff like with my, my family, my brother, and uh, I don't really have a, somebody away from that that's been with me for a long time. There's people that, some, some summers or whatever, but um, kind of just in my own head. And then obviously you take what from the coaches and um, people that watch and stuff like that and, um, and learn and take those things that they're talking about and, and, and try to get better. What about getting away from hockey? I remember the last time we spoke was right when you signed, we did a, a podcast and you mentioned you were watching Money Heist and finished season one. Did you watch season two? Like what, what are some things you're doing like just to keep yourself also out of the mindset of like always hockey, hockey, hockey all the time? Yeah, shows and like you said, um, it's been enjoyable for, to, to have access to New York City and um, everything there. I think uh, I want to do some some stuff this summer with shows and Broadway shows and sports and stuff like that. Um, I enjoy basketball, so it's been fun to to watch playoffs and 
football and like hopefully I can go see some of that stuff in the area and um, away from that I think check out the the area of Jersey and um, maybe go to the shore and, and stuff like that uh, I mean it's, I haven't seen anything yet so um, everything's new right now and I think that's enjoyable. As we say, because the season's so compact with games and whatnot, have you had a chance to explore the city at all? What, what have you been able to do, if anything? Yeah, a little bit. I think I, mean, I was there a lot when I was uh, going to the doctors and, and all that stuff, but a little bit not the same enjoyment. But um, Central Park, we went um, Broadway show. I've been to basketball games, uh, stuff like that, so everything I kind of want to keep doing but uh, and then seeing different areas um, the sites and pretty much everything everything that's not too taxing on your body that you know, doesn't going to make you tired in the, in the season so um, kind of all that stuff and now a little bit different when you're not trying to play games every other day well, Matty can give you some advice on the Jersey Shore. He's a big Jim Tan Laundry guy over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, mostly tan laundry. <laughs> the gym part's falling off, yeah. that's for sure. But you know what you'll notice if you haven't already heard about it? The North Jersey Shore and the South Jersey Shore, entirely different. South Jersey beaches are much wider. North Jersey Shore, a little more crowded, but different vibes. One's a Philly vibe, one's a... Uh, no, nah, it's a North Jersey. I won't call it a New York vibe. It is a Jersey vibe, but there's a little bit more of that Philly vibe with the South Jersey Shore, for sure. And by the way, if you don't get a chance, it's not mountains. It's not like the Canadian Rockies, but the northwest part of the state is is really hilly. It's mountainous as New Jersey goes, and some yeah. beautiful vistas up there, man. It's just awesome. Yeah, you'll, you'll have a good time yeah. getting to know the Garden State. It's cool. People who just come into the state don't get it. I think that's what our, our motto should be, the marketing for, for the Board of Tourism. Jersey, you just don't get it. Because <laughs> once you dig in a little bit, it is an awesome place. Uh, what kind of plays do you want to see? Like, you gotta, do you have a bucket list of plays? No. No? I don't really. I'm not too picky, so. Just go to TKTS. <laughs> and That's an ad we should charge them. Uh, to, <laughs> and, and get a discounted ticket. You know. I was gonna say, what, have you seen some plays yet? Or yeah, I went to. Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> Left quite the impression on you. Yeah, I oh, went wait, to one and no, it was awesome. Like, uh, I think any of like the performance stuff for me, like athletes or performers and stuff like that, uh, just have so much respect for them, and um, I like seeing the people that are, that are the best at what they do and. Um, it's pretty impressive. It's kind of that man in the arena vibe, right? Yeah. No. Respecting the other, the other art yeah. forms and whatnot. Yeah, pretty cool. Come from away would be one of my suggestions. Yeah. See that. It's got a little Canadian thing for you, too. So it's it was uh, Wicked, I think I saw. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, I was just they were spinning with different ones, and I was like, <laughs> i got to figure this out before I say something wrong. <laughs> We could add it in so later on. We'll just drop drop in some audio. We'll do some fine editing on it. Yeah. No one will know any better. Uh, well, Dougie, thank you so much for your time. Um, we're looking forward to next year. It's going to be a good year, I yeah. think, all around. Do you, do you want to leave a message with the Devil fan who's tuning in? I mean, if you if you made it this far in the interview, <laughs> um, yeah, I think just lots to look forward here with everybody we have and. Um, it's on us to to keep improving and and get to that point. So, um, but it's been uh, it's been great 
seeing the fans and all the support we've got, and uh, it'll just get better and better as we go. Again, thank you. Thank you. Dougie Hamilton joining us on our podcast. And that will do it for this edition of Speak of the Devil. Sam, pleasure as always. Same back at you, Manny. All right. And again, thank you to our listeners and our viewers for joining us on the show. Uh, your company is always appreciated. So for Dougie Hamilton and Sam Kassan, I'm Matt Lachlan. Until next time, be safe, be well. So long, everyone.